0: Sports fans, and welcome to the 12th episode of Pub Talk Rugby League, a pub cast where old mates from high school meet up and talk about rugby league. My name is Adam, and I know very little about football, so I am joined, like always, with my panel of armchair experts. Smokes.
1: G'day, boys. Let's do it. Origin time.
0: And the Phantom. What's a pub cast?
1: <laughs> you were going to say that, you smart-ass. smart-ass. <laughs> Well, it basically is a pub cast.
0: I don't have beers today. I'm really disappointed in myself oh dear! Uh, that I ran out of beers and totally didn't.
1: This is going to be very boring for you then, because that's, that's probably what makes it very interesting for you, the fact that you're drinking.
0: Yeah, well, it's the only time I <laughs> typically do drink unless I'm with you guys in Sydney. Or... <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: it's a chance to crack open a few.
0: Last week was Indigenous Round, uh, so lots of interesting games to talk about. So let's get into it. Bro- uh, smokes, Broncos versus Storm.
1: Jeez oh, Louise. Every time, every every time they show a bit of promise, they uh, fall back to the back to the dun heap. Um, look, Melbourne are our bogey team. I never expected us to beat them. And look, for a long period in that game, we actually didn't look too bad. But you know, like we we're down sixteen nil at half time. I don't feel like we deserve to be down sixteen nil. And I I used to feel bad about saying this. Now I don't. The reason we we're down sixteen 0 is because Anthony Milford was absolutely terrible. He was absolutely ter- he he change your tune. Oh, uh, he was awful. I'm sorry. I don't know if any one of his passes hit the mark. They're either over player's heads or at their feet or whatever and it was almost it was just the signs of laziness and I don't know if he was disinterested or so shot of confidence I don't know what it was but he was pretty ordinary and and, and Nico Hines just sort of had another another great game for the Storm. He um
2: At what point do you reckon Nico Hines was running around him, and he just looked around and thought, "I'm not f***ing playing for these
1: guys." (laughs) Oh well, he he did far more damage to the Sharks, who's who he has actually signed for. So I don't think it's that. I think it's purely a ching ching decision there. But um, look, the Storm—they're they're they're such a a good team. Like if if you're not at your best for eighty minutes, they will beat you. That's the thing. I don't. I don't. I've never. I think for a while now, I don't. I'm not necessarily convinced that Melbourne are the best team but they always play pretty much at their best whereas i don't think any other team consistently plays at their best like they do so if you're not at your best you just don't beat them it's as simple as that
0: they've only lost like two games this whole season haven't
1: they oh yeah they're, they're so ultra consistent they just they just churn out wins it's what they do like they said if they come up against another top quality team and they're playing at their best then then they can get beaten i mean they got beaten by penrith who have not lost a game I mean, the other game they lost was against Parramatta, and I think that was Parramatta's best performance of the season. Um, but I think they've only lost what have they lost three games. So three games. You know, it's not like they lose against numpties; like they they only lose against the best, and only when they're at their best. Yeah, they're they're classy. And Brisbane's still a lot to learn. I mean, we get a few guys back from suspension and injury this week, so that certainly will help uh, help out. Because there was a couple of guys I, I think we really missed um, Matt Lodge up front. Um, and especially with Payne Husk getting injured partway through the game, we really missed his go forward. And we also missed... Um, Darren Lockyer. Oh, I missed Lockyer, Lewis, Langer, Rennoff, Sailor, Tallis. let sort of, bring back the old boys. Bring we them all the back. Bring boys. the 90s back. But
2: yeah, Get Lazarus back in there. Where's Wayne?
1: That's it. Wayne, well, who knows? He may come back as coaching director. But no, look, I actually think we actually missed Tyson Gamble's aggression. I mean, Milford was such a passive passenger. Bitch. Really? Yeah, he was. He was a passive bitch. Um, Whereas, at least with Tyson Gamble, look, he doesn't possess the skill that Milford does, but, my God, he, he he wouldn't have taken a backwards step. He would have got up in the Storm's faces and at least shown some aggression and some, some enthusiasm to be there. So, they, they get him back this week as well, so that'll certainly help.
2: got I love your passion. That's good. I'm glad you do. You know what I've realised since listening to this? Like, going back, how disgustingly biased all three of us are.
1: Oh, no, I think I'm pretty well measured. I... I, no. I hey, hey... <laughs> Cannot. I'm the only one who. Hang on a second, hang on a second. I'm the only one who tips against my team because I tip who I think is actually going to win. Oh no, that's because you're a grub. No, it's be- You're Still biased. No, it's because I tip when I tip who I think is going to win.
0: Moving along, Cowboys versus Warriors.
1: Well, I'll tell you, I watched this game. This was a really good game of footy. Yeah, like obviously the Cowboys had a nice big lead at half time. Yeah, as I said, it was a great game of footy. Um, Cowboys up twenty-two to six at halftime. Then the the Warriors actually got the lead, but then. The cows were able to pull it off, and that field goal by Valentine Holmes. Um, that that ball was still—he like kicked it from forty meters out. It was still going up when it went past the posts. Uh, that was a huge. It was a monster kick. Reese Walsh had another blinder for the Warriors. He's going to be a good player. Yeah, we, we've 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 dropped the ball not re-signing him, but yeah, he's um, he's the goods. That that runaway try score. It actually reminded me a bit of the um, the Sean Berrigan try in that preliminary final against the Dogs years ago, where. Willie Mason chased him down from behind and nearly got him, and then he sort of reached over his head and grounded the ball. It was very similar to that. Um, so, yeah, it was a really good game of footy. And um, the Cowboys are in the eight now, um, leading the pack for the Queensland teams. Uh, that's quite surprising, but they're in good form. Good on them.
0: Uh, okay, West Tigers versus Dragons.
1: Well, I, I saw some of it. It, it was like nil all for a long time in this game. Then the, the Tigers just sort of broke away just before halftime, and... The dragons just couldn't reel them in. I, I I know they've still got a lot of guys out, but they should have put on a better performance than that. They're, they're such a strange case because they're in really great form, beating some good teams. Now they've they've hit the slumps. Like I think they've only won like one of their last five, and it was against the dogs. So they're not in good form.
0: But they've lost a lot of lots, players, lots right? of players and,
1: and suspended. Um, they get a couple of them back this week, I think. But um, they're still they're, look. They had to bring Jared Beal out of retirement. I mean, their injuries are that bad, so...
0: Panthers versus Bulldogs.
2: Anyone watch that game? Yeah, I watched it.
1: Surprised you didn't tip the Bulldogs. I reckon...
2: Oh, you know what? For the first 30 minutes, I just thought this, out of all the games, (laughs) (laughs) they just, they looked like they might be able to rattle the Panthers. Like, they end up getting trolley, but for the team coming last to hold on to the team coming first, particularly the way the Panthers are playing they you know dogs are building something they're still not going to win a lot of games this year but I thought they they rattled the panthers quite a bit and quite a bit and changed the way that they had to play and started to slow them down and yeah, yeah. For, for a mo- moment in time it looked like they might be in for a bit of a fight and then they ran out of gas
1: yeah they um, they look I didn't I only. <laughs> it's funny because I only switched this game on. Just before halftime, about a minute before halftime, so I want to look up the score, and it was just as the Panthers scored that try to go up ten nil. Uh, was it like was it a charge down or it was a loose pass out the back and they ran yeah. through and picked up one? And, and I can sort of hear the commentators saying, "Oh, it's such a shame because the Dogs have defended so hard in this half and they are really in this game and that's probably going to break their backs." And yeah, like the, the Dogs are, as I've said all year, the Dogs put in so much effort. They'll give you a hundred percent effort every week. They just don't have the players. They don't have the talent. Um, they don't have the experience. That's why they will finish with a wooden spoon. It won't be through effort. it'll just be through lack of talent. Okay,
0: onto to Rabbitohs versus eels.
1: yeah, I, I did see um a good chunk of this game too, actually. Um, yeah, the Rabbitohs, they they were red hot in the first half. they um, yeah, they really I guess they really wanted to make a statement after Bennett, you know, it's pretty public what happened what he did after their their game the week before, where he just basically told them all to have a shower and piss off home. Um. Yeah. They. They Cook came out. Well. He was. Yeah. And, and timely for the Blues. He. He. He played mm-hmm. well. Adam Reynolds kicking game again. Sublime as always. Um. Dane Gagai hitting some really hot form. Um. And we all know how well he plays when he pulls on a Maroon jersey. So when he's if he's playing that well for Souths, um. That that translates well for Queensland. So a few of their guys really stood up. Um. Parramatta. They've they've hit a little. They've lost two in a row now. They've hit a little bit of a slump. So. See how they bounce back But yeah Good good effort by the Rabbitohs Considering their last three weeks Have been very shaky Uh, It was a good bounce back
0: Alright well We don't have The principal Today To talk about The Roosters and the Raiders But we do have Phantom
1: That is probably good For his sake I can't wait to hear this Summation
2: Uh, uh, You can't get too much Yeah Look Sticky's lost the touch
1: (laughs) Robbo Robbo knows what's
2: going on Like it's You got the touch I would I must admit, even when they had got two tries up on us, I wasn't worried. And it's not because I had a skin full in me. I just wasn't worried. <laughs> and we just... I thought overall, even though the Raiders started to cark it towards the end, I thought the Roosters actually played really good. I thought Joey Marnes was a f***ing legend. Whenever they seemed to move him out of position, either into fullback
1: or into the halves, he f- kills it. Where was he playing in this game? I did not see any of it. Half back. Half back, okay.
2: Yep. And like he did he did it when he played fullback as well uh, a year back. He put put up a bomb, chased it himself, caught it, like leaped over two Raiders players, caught it and planted one over the try line. Like he hmm. just had a f-ing belter of a game. Will Re I f- knows how he has not been and sent off. Grub, grub, Given grub. how he's played in the past, but I do He's my grub. <laughs> and he just... He, oh, he was out to fight. Fucking... He's my grub. So, yeah, he is. And Suali played pretty good.
1: Yeah, well, he, he got a couple of tries, didn't he? Um, so you, got one, Joseph, one, you got one try. Oh, I thought it was... Okay, yeah. I, I did see a, a replay of, a of the try that he got, so... Um... My five-month-old could have bloody got that. <laughs> yeah, it was basically just there in the, in the right spot, wasn't he? Yeah, um, but... Yeah. It
2: was just, I don't know, it was a good performance from us, but like it's not just because it's the Raiders. I do take a great amount of joy in saying this, but they are f***ing busted.
1: Yeah, they are in a lot of... Well, they're, they're third last now. They're only one win ahead of us. Look, um, but I I saw the Raiders were up 10-0, and, you know, again, it's the same story with the Raiders. They, they get a 10-0 lead, and then they... they they're the faders. They are back. The faders are back.
2: I, um... i got... Pretty loose after the game. <laughs> and this game the next morning was my hangover cure. Like I just sat there <laughs> curled up on the lounge in my blanket. <laughs> I couldn't stomach anything. I couldn't drink water. I was a mess and I just watched this game and it made me feel better.
1: (laughs) Well, I remember you messaging me saying you were feeling a bit dusty. I said, oh, you obviously celebrated celebrated the win a bit too hard, didn't you? You said, yeah, yeah, Yeah. I can't back up. (laughs) It,
2: It was just, it was a good win. It, it was
1: a good win. So how was the principal? You watched it together, right, at your place?
2: Nah, no. Nah, he, uh, we couldn't get the stars to align for the day, oh. which is probably a good thing
1: for him. Really good thing for him. Oh, that's that's such a shame that he wasn't there. Because you guys would have had so much fun watching that together. In fact, it would I have been would great, have. it would have been great to get some footage of you guys watching it together. It would have here. been
2: good because he would have been like blowing his trumpet in the first 15 yep, minutes.
1: Yeah, up 10-0, here we go, we're going to kick just, your ass. And and then and he would then have been bam, curled bam, up bam. into the fetal position, just rocking yep. back and forth.
0: Moving on to the Sharks and the Titans. Smoke's good one picking the Sharks, you were the only That's one that did that out of the, the four
1: t- of t- us. T- you know, actually, the Titans are I, a defensive... If,
2: he, if we just want to talk about this game though... In comparison to the Roosters-Raiders game, it was nothing. So if we reflect
1: back on the Roosters-Raiders game for just a moment. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> yes, let's do that. Uh, I know the principal wants us to talk more about it. Uh, look, no, I, look, I didn't really see any of this game either. I kept a look up the score updates. The Sharks were belting them. The, reason, the main reason I tipped the Sharks, and I, I sort of said this earlier, is that the Titans are overrated. They can't defend. They, they, they can't defend. Whereas the Sharks, whilst I don't think they're a great team... In fact, I don't think they're a very good team at all. They still play tough footy. So I thought, well, I'd rather back a tough team, a team who plays tough over a team who's just flashy and doesn't want to tackle. That's, that's the only reason I tipped them and worked it right. The Titans, just they, they cannot get the defence right.
0: Okay, and moving on to the last game, I think the biggest upset of the whole round: Knights versus yeah, Sea Eagles. We all picked Sea Eagles, no and it. the Knights bloody no won it. So. I mean, I
1: saw like maybe the last, I saw maybe the last ten or fifteen minutes. Of this game, again, because I just wanted to switch it on to see the score, and I saw the Knights are up by two. I was like, oh, this is, this is a good game. And then um, the commentators even said that that was the score at half time as well, and that Manly were up ten nil. And it was only like I think it was about three or four minutes to go when the Knights finally put them away. So they scored 18 unanswered points. They've got a lot of players out. Manly were in good form. So good effort, Newcastle. There was a couple of sin bins in the game that have, that drastically affected the momentum of that game in favour of Newcastle. Which um, good old Des Hasler um, back to his whinging ways.
2: Oh, he's a he's a too he? He's just you know what I don't like. I think there's something wrong with him. I've oh yeah, he's from Manly, but. Something that has always bothered me, and and I can never ever, I don't know how people think it's logical, but they're like, oh, they had, we had nine penalties against us, they had none. Well, it's because you kept breaking the rules. A penalty is issued if you go outside the rules. So if they don't go outside the rules, they're not going to get penalized. It's it's not like, oh, can you even it out because. You know, yeah, we might. Yeah,
1: I, I get your point.
2: We might have fucked up more than them. Like, it's just, it's. I get your point. The, the penalty count doesn't need you're to saying be. Saying that the integrity of the referee is skewed, but it's it's it doesn't have to be evened out. It's if you're not doing the right thing, you're going to get penalised. Oh, definitely, if you're definitely. Doing the right thing, you're not going to get
1: penalised. Yeah, look, yeah, the, the penalty count does not need to be even because the fact is, there's games where some teams infringe on the rules far more than others. I guess what I would say though is that. Yeah, I, th- I think what he said was that Manly only got one penalty in the match, and it was with about twenty seconds or thirty seconds to go. So what he's and and I, I'm not saying that like he's right in saying oh the penalty count should be even or anything, but I guess he does make sense. It's hard to believe that Newcastle did not infringe on the rules once in the first seventy nine and a half minutes of the game. Like surely at some point mm. one of them was offside or one of them. Uh, wasn't square at marker, or one of them did a slightly high tackle. There would have been something somewhere. So I get his point with that, but I do agree with you. Penalty count doesn't have to be even. It doesn't have to be 8-7. Like, you know, the fact is sometimes the penalty count might be 12-4 because one team just infringes more. But I, I don't believe that any team can not infringe for 80 minutes. It's just not possible.
2: I'd just like to say that your breakdown of each of these games has just been fantastic. And the level of enthusiasm and passion you've held it's tear-jerking.
1: Oh, cheers, that. Now, look, I, I, I think you're quite a jerker, too.
0: <laughs> I think we've just come up with the uh, title of this <laughs> yeah. podcast, once I learn how to spell enthusiasm.
1: Indigenous enthusiasm.
0: <laughs> 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 Round 12, Phantom, typical, 3 out of 8. Oh, Smokes wow. in principle, 5 out of 8. And then myself, just off the bookies backing, 6 out of 8. So, season-wide... I've got a spreadsheet, so I don't have to do math anymore. Uh, You'll be happy. Smokes. Phantoms on 52 out of, I don't know. Uh, Smokes is on 57. Principal's on 66. And I am... Breaking ahead on seventy. Don't points. worry, we'll
1: run you down. We'll run you down. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> There's not that many weeks left. Well, if, if Principal stops back in Cam, if Principal hadn't been back in Canberra for the last six weeks, he'd be leading.
0: Yeah, well, that's right. But I mean, he just keeps. He keeps going for them. <laughs> so last week we said we would talk about uh, our sort of suggested teams. Phantom mm. <laughs> didn't do it.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, how about I? Na- how about I name what I would have selected as the New South Wales team then? Okay.
0: Uh, I think it'd be interesting to know how many of them you actually picked the, the correct well, like to what was a, picked for the first time. A lot of it miles. was
1: was similar. A lot of the 17 I've got are in their 17, but there's a couple of differences. So I'll go through it. So fullback is James Tedesco, even though Tom Travoyevich is in such red hot form, he can play a few different positions. So that that stand, you know, and Teddy's been there before. So Tedesco's fullback. Uh, wingers, I had Josh Carr, even though I don't really like him, he is fast, he's good on the end of a of, of a skillful backline. And uh, I went with Tupo as my other winger. Tupou's th- been playing good. Well, the thing with Tupo the reason I went for him is because he would be opposing Xavier Coates, who is so good in the air, oh. but so is Tupo. So I thought, Xavier, Queensland could use that to advantage because whilst Brian Tarr has been in great form, he's a short guy. So they, if they get the right kicking game, Xavier Coates could have some success there. So um, then the centres, Latrell Mitchell and Tom Trebojevic, they've both been playing really well this season. The halves, I went with the Penrith pair, Jerome Luai and Nathan Cleary. They've won 12 out of 12. Why wouldn't you pick them? So the forwards went Payne Huss in the front row, Damian Cook. And then I, know, I knew this guy was never going to get picked, but I went with Clemmer. Um, with, uh, uh, from the Knights Because I think he, he's, His average metres Is just so huge every week And I understand That Freddie doesn't want him there Because he doesn't think It's good for team morale And whatever But I would have gone with him Just purely because He just plays the house down uh, the back... I'm, sur- I'm surprised Sims got picked I know he's a bit of a beast But there's You've got uh, quite a lot Of back rowers out And that's why So the thing is, Angus mm. Crichton um, Victor Radley, Radley You know the grubs and your, your captain, Cordner, he's out as well. So there's three. They probably would have been the back row, the Roosters' back rowers. But um, anyway, so I went with Tarek Sims, again, purely because of the injuries. Isaac Yeo for Penrith, he's playing great. Jake Trebojevic, I love what he does. I think he's got great ball skills, has a great combination with his brother Tom. So I'd have him starting. Then the bench, Jack Whiten, because he, um, he covers fullback, 5'8", um, center. So he covers a few positions. he could probably play in the back row as well. Um, Cam Murray, because um, he's, you know, just... Always really reliable player to have in there, in good form for Souths. Uh, Junior Paulo is a big body, and um, Siafiti from Newcastle because he's uh, got a bit of origin experience. So, um, so I think. I take a breath now. So yeah, that would have been my seventeen. So I think of the seventeen I picked, I think about fourteen of them are in the side, just not necessarily in the positions I've named them.
0: I got eleven out of seventeen.
1: I've picked them in different spots. Yeah.
0: But um, I think that's pretty good uh, picking. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's the team I went with. I mean, I'm not surprised with a couple of choices they made, but that's, that's the team I, I went with anyway. So And I guess this is a bit pointless now because no one bothered to name their Queensland team. I guess because they're so goddamn terrified they they just saw all those amazing players. Of the <laughs> we don't want to know. Like, we could name, just, we could name four teams. I,
2: I, I just couldn't think of any good players to put in the <laughs> team. Oh, really? That's interesting. Don't get I don't know why they sent old mate. From Para back home. The Pongers out as well.
1: The Ponga thing was stupid because apparently he told the, the, the team themselves, like before the squad was picked, don't pick me, I won't be available. But anyway, um look the yeah, the Queensland have obviously named the twenty men squad. They've released Reed Marnie to go back to Uh, which means that they've obviously declared that Harry Grant is fit to go. Uh, Harry Grant's amazing. He will absolutely handle that. He absolutely blitzed it in the decider last year. See how
2: amazing he is when he gets bloody Latrell Mitchell's elbow through his skull. Oh, and
1: then then Latrell gets sent off and give us an advantage, so I'm okay with that. I'd rather
2: Harry Grant off the field than Latrell Mitchell. What oh
1: whatever yeah but not if it's thirteen on twelve you wouldn't anyway but I guess what I would say about the New South Wales team obviously very strong They're, even when they've got guys out injured or suspended they've got so much depth that they can still name some pretty damn good players um, what I would say though is um, why do you guys need you know twelve fullbacks in your team and oh. obviously I'm exaggerating there but you know James Sudesco, fullback Latrell Mitchell fullback Tom fullback. Fullback Jack White. Jack, Jack White well. has played most of his first grade career at fullback. Hmm. So why? Well,
2: it's just be- because someone, you know, probably Fafita is going to go and bloody coat hanger Tedesco in the first two seconds of the game. So we need someone to fill the spot.
1: Fafita's is actually pretty clean, but I'd probably be more worried about someone like Cafusi no, no, or someone. He's, he but, can't um, defend
2: anyways from the Titans.
1: Well, he's. Yeah, he's probably the only one who can depend. That's their problem. Oh, yeah. But basically, um,
2: so Kafusi's been brought in. Go, you have one job. Yeah, what's that? Just <laughs> going, just. Kill them. <laughs> jump on, jump on his spine while he's lying on the ground. Look,
1: I mean, I, I guess what I'd say it's a little bit concerning for New South Wales that they've got two fullbacks in the centres. Now they're obviously, they've obviously both played centre before, oh, which is no, fine. But but, Littrell, but the, the, the,
2: Mitchell's played most his career in centre. Not for a, a not for a long time though. Not for a long no, time. He's fine. Nor, and
1: Travojevic, same thing. And the thing is though, last year in the Origin series, you used two fullbacks in the centres as well, uh, and you got caught out. out.
2: Trevojevic is going to get first try offered to Tedesco assist. That sounds
0: like a beer
1: bet. That would be really interesting yeah. since they play opposite sides of the field, being left and right centre. So I'll absolutely take that no, beer no. bet. Tedesco. Oh I, thought, oh, I thought you said Trevojevic and Mitchell. Sorry. I thought you said Trevojevic and Mitchell. Oh, we'll, we'll see about that. that. That's assuming you score a try at all. But with the Queensland team, obviously, Callum Pong is out. So from the sounds of that, Valentine Holmes is going to move to fullback. And Kyle Felt will get his debut on the wing. Um, I think most of what's named in that 17 is pretty much going to be right. Cameron Munster will be fine. I know they're saying that he's got an injury clout. I think he's going to be okay, uh, which means AJ Brimson will come onto the bench, uh, which is great because he covers fullback, five, eight, center. Um, he could probably play at a pinch hooker as well. So, um, Do you know what Queensland's biggest issue is?
2: There's no Bronco
0: players no, in got it. No, one, but
2: he's... Yeah. Got I think one. it's one, one yeah. guy. Yeah. One guy's in the yeah. Broncos. The coach doesn't have a good backstory. So... When Kevy came, you know, like Kevy had a bit of an aura about him. Uncle Wayne, he had an aura about him. Freddy's got it. Paul Green, who the f- Paul Green? Oh, he's the he's the ex assistant coach of the fucking
1: Roosters. He won a premiership as coach with the Cowboys, you knob end. He was the assistant coach for the Roosters before that. Oh, that wonderful. Well, well done. Yay! That's
2: good. He won good. premiership with us.
1: Yeah And, so um, and yeah,
2: but anyway, If your I... coach doesn't have A good backstory For Channel 9 And Fox leave to pump up
1: Whatever I think both teams Stack up and match up Pretty well against each other Actually I mean um, There's a lot of players In both teams Who are in great form If you look at the forward pack For, for both teams I And mean, Christian Walsh And um, Big Tino They're in great form Good choices for props And at the same time Daniel Saifidi And, and Jake Trbojevic, Also in really Really good form um, Cook Bounced back to form a little bit last week for South. And Harry Grant, um, you know, we're all just wild about Harry. The back row as well. I mean, you've got, um, you've got David Fafita back in origin. He missed last year because of injury. I mean, he's going to be up against um, Tarek Sims. And those two are both pretty big, fiery guys. So there's, there's some really good contests. It should be a really good game.
0: A lot of uh, Melbourne Storm players.
1: Storm and Penrith pretty much dominate these teams, and so they should. They're first and second on the ladder
0: this year. The New South Wales is the bookies' favourite. Uh, we always which are, which surprised yes. me. No, no, uh,
1: always New are. South Wales was favourite, and so they should be. You've got three quarters of the uh, competitions players to pick from, so obviously you should be favourites. So, uh, I'm not surprising. Look, it, it will be an amazing backs against the wall triumph over adversity. Sort of victory of Queensland yep. get it's going to
2: be really. Are you serious? <laughs> what? Why you get two f- home games in a row?
1: Ah, oh, well, look, it's not really a home game. Could have played it in Canberra. Was it Look, oh, and, and then the advantage goes to you guys.
0: So that's my question. Canberra Stadium fits like 20,000 people. How much is Townsville Stadium going to hold?
1: It holds about 27,000. But what, they're, all, what they're, they're doing is they're, they're putting a, extensions they're in. They're putting extensions in. So it's going to get up to around about 30,000. Um, they're actually bringing and, and, in some, and, some and portable pa- stands. And, and
2: they paid $8 million to the NRL as well. So they bribed their way in. Well done.
1: No, they didn't pay $8 million for it at all. Because what they did is they paid a sum of money to host the match. Because it's going to bring in about to the value of eight
2: million dollars. It
1: wasn't eight million because they've, they've predicted it's going to bring in about five million dollars to the local economy. You don't pay eight million to get five million, then you're down by three million. So that's just stupid. No, not even te- not even North Queenslanders are that stupid. God. You should get into the local council. I should, shouldn't I? I mean, let's let's just talk about it seriously for a second. I mean, like it is actually quite significant. It's the first time that a state of origin match will be played. Um, somewhere outside of a capital city. So that's quite significant. So you could almost call it, you know, a, the first ever regional State of Origin match, which is quite huge. It's going to bring in a lot of, lot of funds for the local community, which is great for the economy. The main reason that the NRL have agreed to this is because it is the least affected area for COVID. I mean, North Queensland has barely had a case. Um, so it makes sense to send the game there because the other thing, too, is North Queensland is a massively passionate football fans. They deserve a, a State of Origin game. So, you know, New South Wales will no doubt try and use this as an excuse if they lose and, and let them because I don't fucking care. We get a second home game. Um, suck on it.
2: My God, you're biased. You know, I'm allowed it's to be. It's State of
1: Origin time, baby. Woo!
2: Oh, it's just yeah, just should be ashamed. All
0: right, next news headline. Pull your head in, $1.2 million DCE in firing line as stars give reality check over plot to oust Philandi.
2: Uh, DCE came out and spoke about this this afternoon, but this is just, I don't know, you've got a few players out there that are throwing their toys out of the cot and don't feel like they've been heard and and now spruiking rumours in the media about how they want to oust Philandi, and I'm sure some of them do. I don't think Cherry Evans do based on the interview we gave this evening, but... I think the players need to pull their head in. Like, I get that you need to be consulted. You definitely need to be consulted. But the end of the day, if you have a committee meeting or a range of meetings about this same topic, the end result was always going to be the same. So, like, yeah. just pick your battles. You don't need to. It's like, oh, we weren't consulted. All right, well, it wouldn't have changed anything. If it would have, you know, what would you have done? Tried to slow down the introduction to it and get a few more concussions and head knocks in the way like you've got to you don't pretend to be bigger than the game and this whole well we know the risk we're taking the risk so we're okay with it everyone
1: says that at the time
2: yeah it, it's so much bigger it's so much bigger than that it's
1: easy to say i'm willing to take the risk when you know you're not 20 30 years later in your life and all of a sudden suffering from dementia Look, and there's a there's a great and attached to this article is a video you just go into it now goes for about seven or eight minutes where they're talking about it on nrl 360 and Paul Crawley and, and Ray Hadley in particular are quite, quite passionate with what they have to say about it. You know, and they talk about, you know, these players are trying to oust for Landy, saying, oh, he needs to, you know, he, need, he if he's going to support the players, he needs to show it now. So, well, they made the, the great point of, well, last year when the game was literally on its knees because of COVID, he saved the game $400 million, which means all these players continue to earn their hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, because of the innovation and the brilliance of this man to keep the game alive. Now, he, he lobbied with all these state governments to get the game back on our screens. To make money for these guys. Now, this this the players are trying to hide behind this. Oh, we're upset that we weren't consulted about this crackdown. No, they're not f-ing upset about that. They're upset about the fact that their teammates, and them, themselves included, are getting sin bin for s*** f- that they used to get away with. Well, I'm sorry, guys, but... There's a lot of players from the '60s, '70s, 80s, '80s, and even '90s now who are suffering memory loss, dementia, all that. Shit. And the fact is, anyone who tries to say it's not because of head knocks and concussions and head-high tackles are completely insane. The fact is that, and I understand that like there's going to be accidents that happen too, and that's fine but you've got to eliminate the high tackle. Like fair enough like sometimes you might bump into someone's hip when you're making a tackle and you get knocked out. That's an accident. There's no maliciousness in that. But what you can control is not hitting someone in the fucking head. So suck it up, get over the fact that you weren't told about the crackdown and just accept it.
2: Enthusiasm and passion. You are just oozing it tonight. My god. I think um they also need to be reasonable and understand and recognize what the administration did last year yeah and they need to put a bit of faith in the administration yeah around that like you know what they kind of like they know what they're doing do we wish we were consulted you know everyone's gonna have their own opinion on it but again the the end result doesn't change so you just got to get on with it yeah it's not like they did something that you know required some you know back and forth or they're like oh let's just trial this in the, the lower grades and build it up? Like, no, because the, the impact and the damage is de- being done in the higher grades. So how long do you want to keep talking about it? Or let's get it fixed up. Let's get it fixed up fixed up nice and early in the season so we've got a really good final series.
1: Yeah, it's, it's not like they've done some crackdown about like, oh, we're going to slash your pay without telling you. All they've done is said, hey, we're going to actually enforce this rule that has been in the rule book since 1908. Is it really the end of the world? Like, get over it, move on, like...
0: It will be interesting to see what this is like in a month or two, and we look back at this no, time and go, "Well, yeah, this is just yeah. how it is." Yeah, I agree with you, Phantom. Uh, I agree. I think it's going to yeah, be. It, something they'll, that's they'll, just Oh, yeah. Well, that's how it is
1: it'll, it'll get it'll get moved on once the players get on board with it. Um, it'll be fine.
0: And it's for the players' benefit, so. Oh,
1: it absolutely is. It absolutely is.
0: Go strict on high
1: tackles. Yeah. It's like it's not that like every other contact sport in the world has done it. I, uh, rugby, uh rugby union have been doing it for several years.
0: Moving on to the next news article. I'm flabbergasted Maroon's legend stunned as Kafusi? Yeah, you got it right Dodger's yeah, right. bed
2: <laughs> Oh, look
0: at me hey. Yep, yep I've been listening for like 12 weeks I know things now
1: I think it's absolutely disgraceful He was charged in the first place And, and a justice has been served That he has been exonerated Now, it's, look, in all seriousness like he, he was up for a tripping charge Um, It was a trip where he didn't even trip the player over So, like They charged him for an attempted trip, I guess. Um, Of course he was going to get off that.
0: Moving on to the next news article. Revealed how Sharks pulled off a $1.8 million coup to steal Stormstar from under (laughs) Rival's nose. Uh, This is uh, Nico Hines on a three-year deal Mm, to the Sharks. This is the... uh, Puppenhausen replacement or backup or whatever s- that we were talking about yeah. last week. See, I know things. You I know You're things. starting
1: to get there. Um, look, obviously the Broncos did make an offer to him, but the Sharks made a much higher offer, so he went with the Sharks.
2: Apparently Fitzgibbon got his teeth into this one as well. Well,
1: I think I think he also involved a couple of former Sharks players. I think he involved Paul Gallen and was it Luke Lewis, I think. I think mm. he got them involved in the negotiation, because they obviously realised how much they f***ed up the Adam Reynolds negotiations. So... They just so. "Well, we better bring in some heavy hitters this time to make sure we we get this one." And look, they offered him—I think the Broncos offered him about one or one point one million over three years. The Sharks offered him one point eight. That's a massive difference in salary. They so have,
2: they took him uh, down the road and showed him Northies and the vinyl North room well,
1: and a, a, well, no. To be fair, apparently he apparently he is a he is a um, in his spare time he loves surfing. So that probably was a bit of an appeal. Like, oh, I'll go to Cronulla, move near the beach. Go surfing in my free time It probably mm. was an appeal So um, I think he like I think he's originally From Gosford or something as well Central Coast So he'd have family Can't and stuff Can't
2: go surfing in the old Swamps outside of Brisbane Can you?
1: No Not the old The old bloody Brisbane River it's just a dirty brown looking thing. Look, oh, look, I would have absolutely loved to have had him at the Broncos, but you know the Sharks, they 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 got their act together and they got him. So well done, and obviously Melbourne wanted to try and keep him, but he was never going to stay at Melbourne because Melbourne couldn't give him a starting spot. Um, you know, I would have loved to have seen him in a maroon and gold jersey, but um, that's right. Um, he'll 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 regret he'll regret the decision. Principal will be happy next year when he starts at the Sharks. Got a love affair for them. Phantom's got a love affair for the Bulldogs.
0: And our final news article for this week. Uh, Green's baptism of fire as Pongo bombshell highlights major spine problem. Yeah,
1: we're talking a bit about this. Yeah, we're talking a bit about this with the with the team. listeners. basically, the reason they sort of brought this article up is that because there's a an injury cloud over Cameron Munster the 5'8", Ponga. If he was going to pull out, then Ponga was going to be his replacement, and they were going to bring um, one of the other guys over to fullback. But now, because Ponga's out, it's like well, there's no one to back up Munster now if he does pull out injured. I actually find it very strange that Queensland Smith. Oh yeah, um, I find it very strange that I find it strange that um, Queensland didn't name Ben Hunt in the squad because he would have been a perfect um, fill-in for Munster if he pulled out. So I find found that a bit strange, but I guess they're pretty confident that Munster's going to play. So you know he'll be right, he'll pull through,
2: Queenslander, he'll be fine. Paul Green doesn't he doesn't know how to play the game. Uh, He's got no backstory. Right.
1: Well, I guess he learnt that from his um, where was the assistant coach again? Melbourne style of coaching. Oh Melbourne, I'm pretty sure you said Roosters before, did you not?
2: Now uh, we fixed him. Oh,
1: right. You fixed him and then he broke when he left? When he won that premiership? Oh, he only won that because Ben Hunt dropped the ball. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe, well, maybe that's why he didn't pick him. That's why he didn't pick him. <laughs> <laughs> the only memory he's got of Ben Hunt is him f- fumbling. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Ben Hunt's been in actually really good form this year for the Dragons. I think it's the best he's played in a few years. Um, especially with a team who's got a lot of guys out. So I, I thought he deserved to be in the squad. But uh, he's also a very handy guy off the bench.
0: All right, moving on to beer bet. Last week's uh, principal, you weren't here, but we sort of put a bet on for you, and you won it. That was four beers, so that's good. New scores: Phantom, you went up five, so good one. Considering you we weren't even here, uh, principal Fuck. went down three, and Smokes <laughs> lost two. So the only
1: way you can win is if you're not here and we bet for you. Uh, thank you. To be fair, if you look at the, if you look at what the bets were, if you would, were going to take taken you them. Taken them. I was both, taking yeah. them. Yeah.
2: Four beers for the Raiders to win. What a f- idiot!
0: He's got passion, mate. It's enthusiasm and passion. That's what this episode is going to be called.
2: Oh, no, I do. I, I actually, I do respect his loyalty. Just blind blind loyalty.
1: (laughs) 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 Oh, he's fucking blind, all right, that's for sure.
2: I have it too, but it's easier for me to say when my team's not that good.
1: Well, your your team seems to be handling their little injury crisis better than his team.
2: Okay, on to this week's B-Bets.
1: I reckon that Travojevic
2: off a Tedesco involvement for first try. Okay,
1: how do we define involvement? Like, there's... Does he have to be just involved? Like, does he have to? I think, I think involvement means he has to give me try assist. Give him try assist. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, okay. All right. Um. Yeah, I'll take that bet. Absolutely. We'll check with um principal if he wants to take it, but he'll probably agree with you because no, he's like, yeah, he he'd, he'd love that bet. So <laughs> yes. Trbovich's yeah. try off of Tedesco, Tedesco. off Tedesco pass. Yeah, or or pass or kick. Yeah. All right. Mine will be a bit, little bit less convoluted than that, and I'll put two beers on it. Is um. A very, very, very reliable Queensland Maroons player, Dane Gagai, to be the first try scorer. I'll take it. Because, you know, good old Dane, the great Dane. Whenever he pulls on a Maroon jersey, he just um, he's becomes Superman. He becomes bulletproof. That's why the Broncos are looking to get him back. We'll take him. We've got a bit of money now. Hines didn't sign. What, you're going to give him 1.1 for three years? Oh, why not? No, we'd have to give him more. He's a bit more established. Uh, No, but I I did uh, actually hear some stuff today on on some program. can't remember which one. Um, Word is that um, now the Sharks have signed Hines. They're looking at retaining Moylan over Johnson. So word is the Broncos are probably going to look at getting Johnson in as five eighth. And apparently Josh Hodson from Canberra, It's basically, it's more or less a done deal in that if he can get a release from from the Raiders, he will be at the Broncos next year. So that'd be a couple of pretty handy acquisitions to go with Adam Reynolds.
0: I don't have the principal here to do the Dugan report. Anyone want to fill in?
1: Oh, I didn't watch anything to do with the Sharks, so I can't give a Dugan report. Well, they
0: won, didn't they? They
1: won, so I guess like. Yeah, no, but they didn't win because of f- Dugan. Oh, who knows? Maybe, maybe he had an absolute blinder. I don't know. I hope he did. Poor old Dugan. He's has some flack, especially from the principal. He gives him so much shit. I think it's really unfair, actually. I think the principal should lay off him. He's just still bitter. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Again, down to his blind loyalty.
2: As soon as you as soon as you that club, As soon as you, you, club, soon as you take you off the gone, lime green, you're Yep, you're a piece of
0: um, We have been doing this yes. push-up challenge for the last two days. As in, we started yesterday. Uh, we've all knocked out our daily push-ups. Uh, 1.30 yesterday and then 105 today, which I don't like in the app. You can't bank up extra push-ups. Mm. Fix that, push-up people. Um, I like to do 1.30 every day. Uh, what are we doing with these bets did we make money for this charity or what uh, nah. no
1: we didn't because the bloody principal went for a stupid bet betting his stupid team I, I reckon i reckon uh, phantom should have this bet this week just because I haven't even looked at it
2: I feel like we should be doing easy money yeah I'm at the point now I think we do a couple of safe bets but I oh, know I'll have a look at it i haven't
1: had a, haven't had a good look well um, we'll mention at the start of next week's podcast what we end up Picking, yeah. But, um, yeah, we'll chuck $10 on something and hopefully raise a bit more money and, and also fill up the till for more bets.
0: Uh, round 13, uh, I'll get Principal's uh, bets later. And for simplicity, we're just going to keep the same order. Uh, so, Dragons versus Broncos. Phantom. Dragons. And Smokes.
1: I will be back in my team this week. The Mighty Broncos. Oh. A few guys back and the Dragons out okay, of form.
0: Broncos. I'll get Principal. I am going dragons because bookie's to me. all right. West Tigers versus Panthers. This is an easy one, Panthers. even I know.
1: Yeah, because the
2: Roosters are going to be the first team <laughs> to knock them off this
1: year. <laughs> <laughs> they have got a lot of guys out, but I will stay safe and go to the Panthers as well.
2: Oh, actually, good point. Like half the Queensland team is. Yeah, they're, they're going to unless the Storm. Billy Army kick out.
1: They've slamming. still got like some handy guys. I mean, I think Matt Burton's moving to the halves, and he's a top quality yeah. player. So they they're pretty well.
0: All right. Well, Panthers is bookies' favourite, so I'm going that one. All right. Storm versus Titans, uh, Phantom. Titans.
2: Ooh,
1: wowzers. Uh, mate. Nice storm. Even with guys out, they've proven themselves, and the Titans cannot tackle.
0: Mm, I'm going Storm as well, but I'm now. Well, I go. I go bookies, but there's a lot of You're team sure? You're members You're in sure? this freaking You're sure? Queensland. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, Knights versus Eels, uh,
1: Phantom. Eels. Yeah, I'll, I'll go the Eels as well. I think they'll bounce back.
0: I'm also doing Eels. And then Queensland versus New South Wales.
1: Phantom. New South Wales. All right.
0: And Smokes, I'm guessing Queensland.
1: Queensland, obviously. With our home ground advantage, which we earned. Which one? You got two. Townsville. We, we earned it. it. We earned Townsville. it.
2: Townsville. Fucking disgrace. We
1: earned it because of our passion for rugby league and the fact that we can actually control COVID, unlike you Western Sydney
0: enthusiasm, and passion. All right, uh, that brings us to the end of this podcast. Thank you. You can follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, wherever you get your podcasts from. Please like, share, review, five-star ratings, all that sort of jazz. Uh, and we'll see you next week.
1: Yeah, well, uh, we're thinking of recording the day the day after Origins. Origins is on the Wednesday, so we are thinking we do Thursday. That way we can discuss the. Uh, there's no game on Thursday next week, so that way we can actually discuss the Origin. And and uh, so I guess next time we catch up, boys, uh, Queensland will be up one nil. So that'll be great. It's
2: good. Nothing would give me much more pride than ripping it from you at Suncorp. It's fine. Go for it. Can't wait for next week.
0: Uh, <laughs> see you guys
1: later. Yeah. <laughs>